Hey everybody, welcome to episode 111 of For the Love of Guns. This is the podcast about the people, the products, and the priorities of the firearms culture. It's my pleasure to welcome back Aaron Maholik from Through Targets. We're going to talk about some updates to some products and, well, some experiences I've had with them. But before we talk to Aaron, it is time to pay the bills. And this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. Falco Holsters are really, really great handmade holsters and look at this this is a well a video in making you notice the bag there i'm going to show you how to season a holster and uh look at that you can get customized holsters from falco go check out falco holsters and use the checkout code banshee to save yourself 10 percent remember falco holsters they can make a holster for any gun every budget without sacrificing quality. Now this podcast is also brought to you by Ammo Squared. Look, if you're going to buy ammo, where are you gonna store it? I mean, yeah, it's nice to have it at the house, but wouldn't it be nice to have it in a secured facility that's air conditioned and climate controlled and insured in case something happens to your house? Ammo Squared is changing how we think about ammo. Go check out Ammo Squared. I have a link down below. Now with the bills paid, it is time to talk to Aaron. Aaron, tell me about your love of guns. Yeah, Aaron Mahalik, uh, CEO at Room Targets. Um, yeah, awesome. Well, Thanks you had a change. You you had a change in title since we talked last. You were yeah. managing director before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of like extra responsibilities now. <laughs> you get, you get all the extra responsibilities less. without the pay, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a lot more work, uh, a lot less sleep. And, uh, you know, I get like an extra ice cream on Friday. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, at least, yeah. at least you get a little bit of a bonus, right? Yeah, the ice so, cream truck comes around and they let me out of the building. <laughs> 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 Which they don't let you do that very often. Um, oh. Now, now, Throom Targets used to be Newbold. Um, yes. And this has really been a, comp a company within your family for a long yeah. time. Yeah, like so three generations now. Yeah. Three generations of, of now working through this. And then I think the last time we were talking to, we were talking to you, you were opening up a new plant to yeah, start bringing up Targets. It's been wild. Um obviously, you know, family business, manufacturing in the United States. So our, our top goals are always to make sure that we're maintaining manufacturing jobs here in the United States. And, um, you know, and I'm lucky enough to get to work with my dad and my uncle and, you know, and, and all that. So it's been, it's been really great. Um, Newbold, when we first came out, had a lot of different target offerings. And then we were able to sort of turn that into more of a target system. We've changed the name, uh, updated the colors, and have been able to offer like plate racks and dueling trees now, and and a lot more. Like have been able to grow more, right, and offer more as we've moved forward. And that's that's the cool thing. I like what you're talking about a system because before yeah. it was new bold, it was like little bouncy targets and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, and now, it, like you said, you know, I have. Uh, and we'll get to we'll get to the the thing I shot up earlier. Um, that's what I like about it is is now with the plate racks, uh, dueling trees, uh, pepper poppers. Um, right. These things are great, and these are all the things that like for me as a competition shooter. Went back when I was still doing competition shooting. It was when you get to a range where they have a plate rack, you're like, oh, this is cool. Now it's like. Oh, great. They got a plate rack. That's great. Right. Every time I go out, every time I go shooting, I just pull it right out of the back of the truck. Right. Because yeah. these things are so light and portable. Sure. Um, I, I just love, I just love that. And then um, I think you're still doing that, it, you know, in shoots around your area, you still yeah. have targets at competitions. Right. Yeah. We try to, to sponsor locally if we can. Um Especially like, you know, we manufacture in New Jersey. That's where, you know, our, our main plant is. And it's New Jersey is an interesting state to sell things for the firearms industry. Yes. Um, and so it's not like there are a lot of 
local matches, right? Um, but the ones that we do have, you know, there's not a lot of space. We don't have a lot of ranges that are doing three gun matches where we've got a hundred yard bays, right? Our bays are yeah. 20 yards. Yeah. Um, and so we had to come up with systems that we could shoot at close distance, you know, effectively that we could run 600 shooters through in a weekend. Um, yeah. So we still try to participate and, and sponsor things locally and, and regionally, I guess, you know, but, and that's the thing is because you have such short bays. Yeah. Uh, that's the nice thing about your targets is since the bullets pass right through, I mean, I'm a, right. I, I love shooting steel, but right. when I'm shooting steel at short distances, you you get splattered. I mean, it's right. just, yeah, it you're going to get hit. I, yeah. I mean, um, even, even at 20 yards, I've gotten, you know, I've had jackets come back and fly and hit me in the face. Yeah. I, I had, um, I was standing 20 yards behind the shooter and the plate and you was, still got hit. Yeah. And the, and the plate was 20 yards from the shooter's box and I was 20 yards behind the shooter's box. I still got hit in the neck. Um, and a piece of copper jacket landed right in my collar. So, you know, it's like, it is, it's a risk, right? And it's like, we all shoot steel. Um, we still do. But the thing is, you know, we wanted to have something that, you know, we, there are targets that are around, right? That are fun novelty targets, sure. But Thrum targets are supposed to be, you know, those things that you're used to seeing on the range, right? We, we're steel counterparts. They're lighter and they're safer, right? So you can shoot them closer. You can actually, a plate rack that weighs 10 pounds. It's like ridiculous. It's like totally unheard of. So the whole idea is we want something that's like, you know, seven times later and hopefully, you know, at least a quarter of the price too. Right. So right. something that's going to be easy to, to, you know, on your wallet and easy to transport. And, uh, I mean, I'll go well, to, sir. to matches and things like that. And I'll, you know, say I get off an air, like say I fly with this stuff, right. Which I've done before. Like if it's on short, you know, short notice, I fly yeah. with a plate rack in my luggage and then you know you get to where you're going and it's like i can assemble this stop at a home depot get the two by fours and yep. i've got a rental car is the like toyota camry and it's fine right it's yeah, no big that, deal. and that's the coolest thing because really um if you break something you're going to break the wood before you break right. the targets absolutely uh, and then and then if you shoot if you shoot the two by four, well, the price of lumber these days, it might you might as well as buy it, almost buy a plate. Well, I'm joking. We and used to say like, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to say yeah. you can't compete with the cost of a two by four. That might not be the case anymore. Well, uh, it's. Uh, I think. I think. Gosh, I think the last time I bought a two by four, I think they were around six bucks for a board. It's, so it's wild. It's not. It's not. Yeah, I know, right? For a two by four. <laughs> And that's not even like, like two dollars. Yeah. Right. And that's not like the prime two by four. That's like, you know, the yeah. the one that might have a little bit of a warp in it. Yeah, it's um, got like a but, knot in it and it's just pine. <laughs> right. But even yeah. then, that's still not bad, right? Because right. you know, yeah. I figure a plate rack is three two by fours. Sure. Um so I mean that's not bad. That's not bad at no. all. And then yeah. if you shoot up the if you shoot up the bar, mine mine's got a few hits in it. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it, it, it's my electric drill, you know, my cordless oh. drill, a uh, couple of minutes and I just nice. transferred the tar. I just transferred the tar. Yeah. And you're good. And you're good. And I've gotten by with a screwdriver before, right? Like I, I that's have a lot, this reputation. That's a lot of cranking with your head. <laughs> it is, but I have this reputation and I know, um, you know, the guys at Concealed Carry Inc. in Colorado will totally make fun of me for this because they know that every SHOT Show, uh, I accidentally lock my, like, cordless screwdriver because I won't even travel with a whole drill. Like, it's not worth yeah. it. It's so easy to screw these in. So I've got this, like, $15 cordless screwdriver, and I accidentally always lock it inside of the crate, and then I'll get out to Las Vegas, and I can't, I can't assemble you anything because, like, it's still – yeah. So like every time that we have like range days and things like that, I can't even, so there's um, this like breadcrumb trail of uh, electric screwdrivers that is like in my wake. Uh, <laughs> so like I had the one time that we were in Oklahoma city, I was like, I have a screwdriver. I'm just going to crank them in there. And it, 
you know, it was fine. Me, it took me a little extra it, time. But it's, it's just, but it's, it's portable. It's like, it's easy is the point. Right. I mean, so they're, they're just, they're just inch and a half drywall screws. That, That's it. Yeah. That you screw it. I mean, it's not right. If you got to do it by hand, I mean, it's, it's going to suck just yeah. because we're so, just because we're so used to, to drills right. and electric screwdrivers, but yeah. it's, it's not impossible. I mean, you're talking it's about. It's not impossible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's two screws per target and then you're, right. it's just simple. Suck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. Where's Aaron? I don't know. We're just following the electric screwdrivers around the country. And there, I swear to you, there's like a Home Depot out in Las Vegas, and the guy like knows me. Like I'll walk in. I walk in there, and he's like, "They're in the back," you know, because <laughs> it's like you, you know, like no matter where I'm traveling, like I'm going somewhere, right? And I'm like, I'm always got a plate rack that I, you know, that I gotta be putting together. So. See, and that's the funny thing is, is, no matter where you go, you got a plate rack. I mean, uh, yeah, it's you're even if they don't have a if you're in a small town, even if they don't have a, a Home Depot or Lowe's, they're going to have a hardware store. Right? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you just need a hardware store. It's a no brainer. It packs down so easily. Like I said, I mean, there have been events that I've had where I've had to with a day's notice, like hop on a plane and fly to Oklahoma or something like that. And I throw a set of alpha brackets and six plates and the bases in a backpack and I go yeah. like, and I and have that, a plate they rack. Right, they can yeah. go right through security too. As long as I haven't shot them already, I don't get yeah, stopped. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as there's no lead splatter on them to set off. The, I, uh, I got stopped yeah. once because I did have a shut up one with me. Um, <laughs> You know, our 50 cal target that we bring out with us because we have a bunch of plates that we shoot the heck out of with 50 BMG because people are always like, well, what about 50 cal? And, uh, you know, because it's so expensive, a lot of times those plates will travel and are like with us, right? We're not going to ship yeah. them around because we don't want to lose them because it's expensive to have to shoot them up again. Oh. And we got a bunch that travel around the country. And uh, it doesn't matter who's got in there. What, like that guy's getting stopped and their hands are getting stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you have this like 50 cal target all shot up they're like and what is trying this? to explain that one yeah try to explain yeah, yeah, what yeah. that is 100 yeah. percent. like and then and then try to be like yeah these are 50 bng and they're like no they're not no they're you not because yeah. they're little dots like <laughs> well so so since you brought up 50 bng one of the things yeah. that i i love doing with targets is i love one ounce slugs yeah, we've talked so, about this. And, and we've talked about this, and I told you I was going to do it to your targets. Um, yeah. And this is one of the plate rack yeah. ones where there is one, two, three, four, five, six. That is six one-ounce slugs that has hit this one target. It's crazy. And so a one-ounce slug, you know, this is 12-gauge. That's about 70 caliber for a slug. And with I did the math, uh, one ounce slug for everybody in the audience is 437.5 grains. So look, these things hit and they hit hard. Yeah, it's a punch. I'm it's wondering punch. too, did it come out of the bracket? Did it stay in the bracket? No, no, they did stayed in the bracket. Out. They stayed and in, these yeah, were, that's and these more were shot impressive. At, and these were shot at 20 yards too. So they were, wow. they were close. That's so, impressive. For everybody in the audience, that's a 22. Everybody listening on the audio side, I'm sorry, but just trust us. It's a 22. Um, <laughs> the 22 does not pass through. And this is the hole. The 22 does not pass through. I have to jam that thing. Yeah. To get it won't even pass through the hole left by a one-ounce slug. And, and the target is still viable. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the whole I've been thing. Accused, can... I've been accused of, of not making the targets consumable enough from a sales perspective. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you need to, you need to get out there in the, mid, in the middle of the night when they're pouring these things and just put a little bit of water in the mix and water it down a <laughs> little bit. Right. Um, I know it's, it's back. Cause I'll come up with something. I'll go, yeah, this new one, I just tested it and it took uh 20,000, uh, two, two, three hits. And the, and then the sales guys are like, what, like what, Yeah, you know, like, how, well, I mean, we need to sell more than one. Yeah, we're, we're, we're commissioned. Come on. You I'm not a salesperson. I'm an, <laughs> an engineer. I don't, you know. <laughs> but, 
Yeah. But I mean, that's it. And that's just the plate. Now, I have the pepper poppers too. Yeah. And those, those slugs have hit the pepper popper. Trust me, they, if I can shoot a slug at it, I will. Uh, the only yeah. thing that has not taken a direct hit from a slug is one of the brackets. Yeah. But, uh, but the two by four took that hit. It's not because I didn't try. Just uh, trying sure. to get a one out slug from a shotgun out. But, yeah. but the brackets, they're made out of the same material. And I've hit right. brackets with nine millimeter and 45. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, just passed right through. Yeah. Yeah. And it, the whole idea care. is that they're going to take like a considerable amount of air and hits. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and not, and not like, stop you from continuing to use them um right. i i can't stand shooting gongs and you hit the chain and it's like well that's the day you know yeah, yeah that so anybody bring an extra chain with them yeah right yeah so this <laughs> is like you know and i i won't lie i mean we've been asked for for that too like straps for gongs we're trying we'll work on it um well but yeah i, I mean, mean that's a that's a lot of I mean uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna bring up the through website while we're talking here. Um because that's the thing is there we go. Jason knows yeah. how to use a computer today. Um that's the thing about it is you have uh the kits, you have the knockdown, which right. what what like what I just showed, that's the that's the yeah. six inch round knockdowns. And right. then you also have I mean, these are so much fun. I mean, just depending on yeah, what you, the these suits. Are, the suits are great. Um, you have the varmints. And then if you want a square, I mean, th they're in so many different things. If you get bored, right. it, it's your own it's your own damn fault. Oh, <laughs> You're not being, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's and, nice is that base, right, fits all of those targets. So, like, if you have a plate rack and it, and it came with six of those bases, then anything called the knockdown snaps right into there. And that, that's the cool thing is if you get bored with it, you can just yeah. uh, grab, uh, and it's funny, I'm acting it out, like grabbing it, like everybody can see since I've got the uh, website up. <laughs> yeah, the website <laughs> um, Right. So uh, you just pull, you just pull the target out and slap the next one in. It's not hard right. to change the target out. Um, right. And then yeah. let's see here. Uh, so that's those you have, um the hang tufts which yep. which basically is kind of kind of gongish um yes yeah that was I mean, the just, idea something similar to a gong uh but the straps are more forgiving than chain right if you hit the strap right. um it's not you know it just leaves a little dot it's not going to rip the strap off um and then the one thing that's really nice too is like based on where you hit the hang tough if you hit it dead center it swings backwards you hit it on the side swings back and forth twist if you yeah. hit the strap it gives like a little wiggle for like that actually that it just did it right there yeah. um so if you're high you actually know you're high because all it does is give see, a little like wiggle see that's cool because you get the feedback from the way the target's right. moving of where you hit it um right that's cool. Uh, you know, I, I never even realized that. Um, yeah, it's, I always tell people that because they'll say, well, it's not moving a whole lot. And then I'm like, send me a video and they're hitting the strap. And, you know, <laughs> you're not going to get a lot of move. Your spit will move when you hit the gong. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so. and, and that's, that's great to know. Um, now, we were talking about this offline, uh, yeah. offline before we started recording. The splatter pack. This is Love so it. cool. Right, because now yep. you can see. I mean, it's not that you can't see on these targets, but when you get into the smaller calibers and you're at a distance, yeah, it's hard to see. This is now at 50 yards, yeah. With the splatter yep. targets, you could be at 50 yards and you'll see that bright yellow splatter on there, which is kind of cool because if you're sighting in the scope, right there, you go, yep. And then you just um, peel that off and put a new one on. And yeah, I mean, and you that's... know, I mean, those, those hits on there are nine millimeter. So when you peel it off, it's just a bunch of little black dots on your target. There's no actual like yeah. holes. Yeah. That, that's the coolest thing about the targets is, I mean, we, we're shown with that, right. that slug. There's just, it, there's almost nothing, le you know, yeah. there's almost nothing missing. I mean, really, it's just a Wild. dot. Um, it's funny we brought these the our first time out with these these the splatter pack was at uh in harrisburg at the great american outdoor show and um we sold out of them in the first two days 
And we were like, oh wow. boy. And we had to and like that's... call home and be like, send more. Um, and we had guys actually well, truck them out to us. And then well, and they had to replace them just... twice. Yeah. That fortunately, that's just a, a trip down the Pennsylvania Turnpike for you. Um, luckily, yeah. Luckily, um, we're our warehouse is in Wall Township, New Jersey, down the shore, so it's it's not too bad. Yeah, but it was it was wild. It's still we, a hike. It's a hike. Yeah. It, I yeah. mean, especially because you know we sold out in the weekend, and then people were like, "Well, we'll be back next weekend. Are you going to have more of them?" And we we're like, "Yeah, sure." And they brought more on Wednesday and we sold out by Friday afternoon. So then they had to come back for the second weekend. <laughs> the splatter pack is popular. I'm glad we came out with it. We love, we all loved it. So. Yeah. I, I saw that and I'm like, that is, that's awesome because that just right. takes, it takes the target just to a new level. Um, yeah. Right. And, and that's just, that's just, that's, uh, that's why I love the way that you guys design things because you're, you're thinking ahead and yeah. that's awesome. Cause now I can take my, my existing targets yeah. and reuse them for a different purpose. Yeah. Uh, again, we had sales... folks that were spraying them, right? So the targets can be spray painted just like steel targets. And we have a lot of people who do do that. Um, we wanted to make this easier for them and we wanted to have an indoor solution too. Cause a lot of our indoor ranges are like, well, we don't want to have to paint them indoors. Well, these yeah. are the solution for that. Yeah. That's, you know, what's funny. I, I never thought about spray painting one of these. Um, yeah. And you can, they I don't work know why. great. I don't know why. And you I don't see know your why hits I again. never thought of that. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I will, uh, I will tell you Rust-Oleum, uh, plastic furniture primer first and then whatever okay. spray paint you want because works cause that's best. what i was looking at it's going it's kind of smooth it's a, like not a whole lot for it to grab onto yeah no i can see where the use primer like a plastic furniture primer like literally plastic lawn furniture primer that's the best way to go awesome yeah yeah it's, I, it's I like so gonna... simple <laughs> I know it's going to be on my Home Depot list next. I know. Um, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, we have the alpha stand, which these were the alpha brackets that you were talking about. You just throw into yes. your uh, your backpack and go on. Um, yes. Again, made out of the same material. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so great about this stuff. Is the alphas that are it, great. It's nice and light. Um, yeah. There's, the, there's one of the plate racks getting put together. And... Yeah, yeah, you want a short rack, want a long rack, however you want to, however however you want want to do it. your rack. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, because you can, I mean, if you wanted to use a 12-foot 2x4, you could. Um, good, we, we say, you know, go with like an 8-footer. Three 8-footers are perfect, right? Because you cut two of them in half. Those are your legs. 8-foot yeah. crossbeam. It's perfect. Um if you have eight inch plates, I would always go with an eight footer. If you have six inch plates, you're probably fine with shorter, you know, six to eight feet yeah. is fine. Um, yeah, there's so many options. It's so modular. I, I'm not really allowed to like give anything away yet, but we do have like alpha bracket 2.0 is coming out this year. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it holds more weight nice. so you can add steel targets to it if you want. Um, and it actually packs, it's light, it's even lighter if you can imagine. Um, and it'll, and it'll actually pack down easier in your range bag too. So I, that I don't know how, cool. I know you're going to be like, how do you make it more portable? Uh, but that's what we're always trying to do. You see, um, you see, that's why you're an engineer and I'm not, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, and I, I did, I had... I'm not going to lie. I handed this part off to, and, and every time that they show this to me, I'm like, this is so much cooler than I thought it was going to be. Cause I, I invented, I came up with the first alpha bracket. Um, so part of me was like, Oh God, I'm going to hand this off and then I'm going to be mad when somebody else, you know, does it better. But every time I see it, I'm just like, this is awesome. This is everything I had hoped for when I made the first one. So it's great. You see, because if I had to come up with the original alpha bracket, that thing would yeah. probably be about five pounds a piece, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but they would be, they, they'd probably be about this thick all the way around, right? right. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, you can tell that, it, yeah, somebody not me designed that. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you and know then, what? But like, it, it's uh, necessity is a mother of invention. And I was right. trying to get more traction for the targets. And I was going out um, when we were new bold, right? And we were sponsoring all these regional matches. And I would call up and I would say, hey, we want to sponsor, but I want to sponsor the site in Bay. And I'm going to bring the targets. And it was great because then it's an opportunity for these shooters who right. are shooting the match to come and use a fiddle table and sight in, but with our targets. And then I could, you know, hand out literature about them. But I'm out there. My stands are getting beat to crap. My sawhorse brackets are getting destroyed. I'm duct taping everything back together. And I came home and I'm like, I got to come up with something better than this. <laughs> Yeah, because um, you already have the material. You just got to learn exactly how to design yeah. it for that purpose. Yeah, um, you should have seen the weight test on the first ones that we did. My uncle was like, there's no way these things are going to be able to like hold that much weight. And we at the time, we had this guy was working for us. And I was like, what do you weigh? And he's like, 180. And I was like, hop up there. And I had him. I took a photo of him sitting on the first prototype and sent it to my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> that was how that was like our first That's, test i never i you see i would never think that much weight because i mean let's face it these these things are these are they're flexible but it's not like it's not like i'm going to tear this i mean even where right. i nick the bullet yeah, i'm not going to tear this target yeah. um and that's i mean you, you guys came up with a really good material to do this um yeah I mean, it's it's got so many properties. It's it's um, yeah, a lot of I just mean, I, us trying to fiddle with it, and all of us had some kind of a knowledge or you know of like different types of plastics and polymers. We knew what properties you know we wanted to try to achieve. So yeah, it was just coming up with the correct mixture for it. Yeah, it's just figuring out like what that formulation looks like, right? So. Gosh, I yeah, yeah, as I said, you know, there, there are people out there smarter than me on things, and that, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, there's just no way I would have come up with that. Uh, I would yeah, have been we, like, I, yeah, when when I first saw them, I was like, okay, that's cute, but why why would I want to do that instead of shooting my steel? And then the right. more I started looking at them and 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 reading about them, and then uh, we met at Shot Show, not. Right. This year, but the year before. Yeah. Uh, talking to you at the at, at shot. I was just like, all right, I, I get it now. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it it just it, it's it's an amazing package that I just yeah. It, it, it's like it's like, why has somebody not come up with this before? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know. How did, how, yeah. How did somebody not see this problem and then not fix it years ago? Yeah. And I think, too, like looking at it, right? We're like, it's so simple because you're like, I want something that's safer than steel, but more fun than paper. It's like, this is right. obviously the space for it, you know? Um, it made a lot of sense. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it came to us because we owned an equipment manufacturing business that manufactured equipment for different like for the plastics industry and anytime that we test prototype machines or materials we would ends up end up with a block of something right a block yeah. of stuff right and some of it resembled ballistics gel so you're like this could be fun we're we're gun people <laughs> and it kind of went from there you know like um well, wait, let's come up with something that's got, you know, and it's tough too, right? Because you want a target that's highly reactive. The more reactive I make it, the less self-sealing it is. But then you don't want to lose those self-sealing properties. So, you know, we're always like walking this line of how do we make it really, really resilient and self-healing. But also if we make it really self-healing like a ballistics gel, um, maybe it won't react as much. It won't fall over or swing. It's going to be yeah. static. So, yeah. So it's fun. The other thing, the other thing about this is, um, you were showing at Shot Show this year. Yeah. Uh, you put you had black lights on them. So yeah. You know, we were talking earlier. You were talking about indoor ranges, and that's one thing yes. that's really cool is a plate rack you can use it indoor. But then you have right. like 
like, you know, like bowling, you have like cosmic bowling where they put the black exactly. lights on and stuff like that. So now we have cosmic plate racks and yeah, dueling exactly. trees and pepper poppers and right. um, yeah, that's hangers. just hangers. And, and so then you can have a lot more fun, especially, you know, for those yeah. who are having indoor ranges, those indoor ranges can now start really expanding right. out for activities for their customers. We saw this happening. We saw indoor ranges bringing in paper targets that reacted under black light that were phosphorescent. And we were like, wait a minute, this is great. <laughs> um, the best part about it is the pigment itself is infused with phosphorescence. So you're not going to have a mess all over your range floor. You're not going to have right. flakes of like phosphorescent paint all over the range when somebody hits it. It's, you know, it's infused right into it. So if your range is already doing some kind of like black light matches or you're looking to get into it, like you just put these down range and, you know, Go. no mess. You're done. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just fun. Yeah. And they glow. It's great. Yeah, we showed them off a little bit this year at SHOT Show and uh, with the black light and we got to shoot them um, at a local indoor range there. And, you know, with some, it, it was it was really cool. I think people were just shocked because they had seen the targets for a few years, but um, we're like, what else could we do? <laughs> yeah. So Well, well that's, and that's the thing is, is um, you're always thinking ahead and really yeah. you're putting that, you're putting that glow into something you already have. It's just, it's another, right. it's, a, it's just another ingredient into the mix. Right. Exactly. You did. Yeah. And now right. you've got an even funner target. Oh, it's great. At. I mean, for low light training, we, you know, we thought of it for kind of like that, like cosmic bowling, right? Like at the yep. range. Um, but, you know, got calls from police departments and that were like, we use, uh, targets like this for low light training all the time. And these are going to be fantastic for that. So, yeah. So it's That's a great awesome. training aid. That's awesome. Cause I mean, really, it, you know, cause if you're talking about true low light training, you know, in, in an indoor gun range, you can't, you can only turn the lights off. So, so, you know, right. down so low before you need night vision. But sure. at that point, really, uh, you know, if you're doing low light training, all you need is a black light flashlight. Exactly. To, yeah. And then, then you can train with a flashlight and right. You know, as you come yeah. across it, it's going to glow and then you're like, it picks it up. That's my, that's my target. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And that was what that we had heard. We were like, oh, these are just like fun. Right. At first. And a lot of times we've thought of this stuff. We're like, oh, we want to do it this way or that way. And um, then we were getting calls that were like, oh, no, we're training in low light, black light, flashlights. And I was like, oh, man. That's so cool. I didn't even that consider is, it. <laughs> yeah. But, well, it's so funny when um, when you see it, you see a product come out and then people will always come out with like a different use for it that no one ever thought of. Yes. Right? 100%. I mean, that's just that's the that's when you know you're on to something. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, we never even thought of it. I'm glad somebody did. That's awesome. Um, because that might lead to some other product in the future. Hey, right? I will tell you a secret too. our bounce back targets. Um, were not always bounce backs. They were considered static plates that you were supposed to like knock totally off your stand. And that base that they actually snap onto so that you, you know, it snaps onto the base with the two posts and you put the screws in. And then when you hit it, it wobbles, right? When you hit it, that is not how they were originally intended to be used. Um, originally that black base there was just meant for extra stability and you were supposed to stand them up on your two by four and just knock them totally to the ground. Um, I did a focus group where we took these out to a range out in Pennsylvania and I just had a bunch of shooters and I just dumped the box on the ground and said, have, have fun with these. I didn't tell them anything, no instructions, nothing. And a couple of the guys were like, what do we do with this? Yeah. See how it's wobbling like that. Yep. Never yep. supposed to be that really. Um, that back black base was just supposed to be um, like for stability. So they didn't just like blow over in the wind. Um, and they, we went out there and the guys like strapped it to the two by four and were hitting it. So it wobbled around. 
So when we got back, we changed the mold. We put in four little pilot holes and now we sell it with a pack of screws. So now when you assemble it, you screw it right to your cross beam, you snap the targets in, you hit them, they wobble around, you pull them off and you go home. And so it was a totally different, and it, it really changed the sales for that product because before then people didn't really buy it because they didn't want to have to go down range and pick it up off the ground. Yeah. But now it's an auto resetting target that wobbles when you hit it and the bases are, you know, down range all the time. You snap them in and you go. So, yeah. I will tell you, there, there's times I've been lazy, um, mostly with, it's mostly with rifle shooting. Um, yeah you know, testing new products and stuff. And I'm like, it'd be really nice if these were were, were um, resetting. And then I went, hey, let me take the A bracket you know, off. And then they became them. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I do it all the time. I just pull them out of the alpha bracket, flip the whole cross beam upside down, yep. slip them back in, and now they're all swinging. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I do with, with rifle stuff. And that's what I, that's what I loved about it because Okay, yeah. close close range. It's a plate rack, and at long range, it's now a swinger for me. Absolutely, um, yeah. And and you see those pins too that snap into the bases. They're hollow. You can actually yeah. thread a wire right through them oh, and just God, hang them. I up. never even thought about that. <laughs> I've never even thought about that. Well, I'll see you next month when we discuss how much fun you had hanging. Yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be all kinds. Yeah. <laughs> You know, my, yeah. wife, my wife's going to be so mad at me now because now I'm going to be at the range for like even longer. Um, right. Trying to be figure like, out different ways of doing this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, the dueling tree brackets, well, the knockdowns will snap into those. It won't function properly as a dueling tree necessarily, but you can mount them vertically, you know, or or even just upside down, you know. So there's so many different, we've tried to make it very like modular and something that you can really just kind of like, we were trying to get um, like hashtag Thrum hack, like going on Instagram, you know, like Thrum hacks. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what other ways can you use them? There's so many more ways than we've really published. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, because a lot of people will use them, you know, behind a no shoot at IDPA, mount them vertically, you know, so that you just flip yeah. it back and neutralize the target. So there's so many different ways uh, yeah, to yeah, do I it. Even think about, I didn't even think about that too. Um, yeah. 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 We've used them popper poppers as activators, you know. So, yeah. That is so cool because I mean, that's really because I, just just me figuring out that I could turn this thing around and be a swinger. I was like so proud of myself, right? Like right. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then and now and now listening to you about you know no shoots and things like that, I'm like, well, yeah, right. that that makes perfect sense. It works. Um yeah. gosh, it's yeah, yeah mounting it's, them vertically, however you want. It's really <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll be honest too, when people ask me for different new shapes, the way I prototype them is I just start out with like a pepper popper or an eight inch knockdown and I get it in a bandsaw and I cut it. <laughs> so if people are like, oh, how, how long did it take you to prototype that mold? I'm like, nope, <laughs> popped it right in a bandsaw. They're so easy to modify, you know? Gosh, um yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, the product is just it, it just keeps on it just keeps yeah. on giving. Um, yeah, it's so funny because I'm look. I, I keep looking at this one at this one uh, one ounce slug kit here. I was like, oh, man, I was so close to that bracket when I hit that. <laughs> when you did it, I know. Yeah, and the next the next shot hit the two by four um, <laughs> below it. Um, yeah. But anyways, I, but no, it's that's the cool thing about these about this product. I mean, that's why I've. It's so weird to be excited about a target, but it's just a product that, for me, this has exceeded every, um, every, everything I ever expected of it. Yeah, just because right. it, you can just beat the ever living hell out of these things, and they just keep yeah. going. We we have people who walk up to us at like shot and just be like, "This is." There's no use for this. And we're like, just take one home. I promise. You know? And you know what's interesting too is when New Bold first came out, um, 
you know, a lot of the guys that we were trying to market to were like, no, we're not interested. They were like in their thirties or early forties. And they're like, no, I'm still shooting steel. Right. And, uh, and then they, then, then they got 10 years older and they're like, I don't want to lug around the steel anymore. (laughs) It's like things change, you know, it depends, you know, it just depends on where you are in life. You know, now we get a lot of grandparents who are like, oh, I want to take my grandkids out shooting. And I don't think my daughter is going to approve it if we shoot at steel. So I showed her these and, you know, so it's so funny, like the new kind of like people that we're getting to talk with about it and like their different mindset from where we were when we first brought these out, you know? Well, it's funny that you say that because for, for me, I, <laughs> I need two knee replacements. Uh, yeah. I've got, you know, two herniated discs in my back and a bum shoulder. So I'm like falling yeah. apart and, and, you know, <laughs> as I'm getting older here. Um, and honestly, you know, I have, I have steel. Um, yeah. I mean, right. I, and, but, I look at that steel like, you know, huh, do I really want to lug that plate? I if really got to want to shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be shooting in the national forest here. It's like, do I really want to drag that, that thing down range? That's um, true. I mean, I used times- to love doing the site in bays where we would do one half of the bay and a steel target sponsor would do the other. And at the end of the day, I would walk down there and I just pulled all this stuff apart and I'd throw it in the back of my Honda pilot. And then I'd look and back and he's like, he's got like still two lugging. more hours left to go. And I'd be like, <laughs> I like put my gloves on I'd go out there and help him lug all his crap back and forth to a trailer, you know, yeah, you know, and the whole thing. And I'm like, man, I've done an hour ago, you know, <laughs> well, it's like, um, it, you know, it, doing competition shooting. Yes. It's like, you know, people set up usually the night before. Right? Oh, yeah. But yeah. but when you're done, everybody helps tear down. Oh, yeah. And everybody brings like everyone, gloves, right? All the steel challenge every, matches, everybody's got their gloves in their car and their truck, right? So that they can so, come out and help clean up at the end. And it's just one of those things of, um, you know, when I, when I look at the squads, when I, you know, when I yeah. used to go shooting, I look at the squads and figure out who I was going to squad up with. And I would squad up with like all the people I knew that were ROs and stuff like that. Yes. yes. Because they're all squatted up together and they always figure out what where they're going to start because they always end at the closest thing to the storage bit, uh, you know, the, yep. the storage building. So, yep. like, so for us, we just pick the stuff up and just go, you know, 50 yards. Put it right in. Put it right in. Everybody else is <laughs> dragging crap down. Uh, I know. Yeah. 100%. But yeah. Yeah, there, there is a thing that that's, um, yeah, yeah, we like, there were guys that told me I was crazy 10 years ago who have now come and found me and been like, all right, I might need one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so, just, it's so cool. Um, yeah, I, I know, uh, I know you can't say, uh, you said some things, but you do have some things coming in the future. You hinted at the new eight at the new razor, but, yeah. um, uh, any idea about, when in the future we should be looking on the webpage. Yeah, I mean, we're we're working on it. Our our goal, I will say, like um KYL targets are next. Um okay. everybody wants them. Uh and you know, we are working on it. We get a dozen emails a day about about it. Um we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, the hope was before this year, SHOT Show. I don't know that that's going to happen before the next SHOT Show, but um, but hopefully by this spring. Um, we did um, we did just uh, get everything loaded. Uh, well, a, a, a number of our products are loaded up now on um, on Optics Planet, so it makes it a little easier that's for a, folks. That's a, new, that's a new one for you this year because um, – yeah. You, this is last week, as of last week. Yeah. Yeah. So normally we would buy directly from you, but now everybody's right. got an optics plant because I mean, I know. it's not like Optics Planet is a small vendor, right? I mean, they're right. They're yeah. they're huge. So right. now we can get now while you're shopping for your ammo, you can pick up the targets with your ammo. Exactly. Yeah. So um we we're really excited to get that done and and get loaded up. We had been talking to them for a little bit, so it's been it's nice to be able to uh 
to make them like more easily accessible to folks in places where they're used to shopping. So they don't have to make like a side trip yeah. over to through targets.com. Um, we are working on, um, on shaking hands with some other really big retailers. So it'll be really nice. Awesome. I can't mention that yet, no, but no, hopefully that's, soon. That's, um, a huge, that's a huge step forward for you. As huge. A yeah. Massive. You, so when you start, when you start getting these retailers picking up your, your product, your product, that's, yeah. uh, you know, that's kind of, um, I'm trying to think of the word, the word here is basically there's like, yeah, this is a real thing. This is, this is yeah. yes, because we're putting our name behind it. And if you're not right. happy about it, we're the ones taking the return. Yeah. And it's so, been a lot of huge. work to kind of like make this hat to make these relationships happen. Right. It's been a lot of years at SHOT Show and, you know, promising them that we're still here and still working hard and still, you know, making a great product and, Obviously, um, a lot of these, you know, bigger retailers that we're beginning to work with and and hopefully we're listed with um, by the this fall um, for all of you is, uh, you know, it's important to them and it was important to us that, you know, we make a product that is U.S. made. And, um, you know, so it's so that's it's really nice to know that we can, you know, continue to build on that and 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 have that you know, be a, a strong part of the relationships we're building with these outdoor retailers here in the U.S. too. Like, I, if I remember correctly from last year, um, not only are these, these made in the U.S., but the, the, the polymer, all, the, all your yeah. components are made in the U.S. as well. Right. All the materials are sourced uh, so here as we're well. We're talking about yeah. like a true U.S. made product, 100%. Yeah. And all of That's our cool. equipment is manufactured here too. Um, yeah, so it's, it is important to us, you know, we still having that engineering background, like we still, um, design, uh, build and service all of our own equipment. So even, um, you know, even now that we're making more like manufacturer partners, right. That we're working with, um, we're actually still servicing the equipment that they're making the targets on because oh, we built it. Yeah. So it's like a really interesting thing because we have we have had companies call us and say, hey, like, who's making your processing equipment? And um, we're like, we are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is a weird position to be in. Um, well, but, yeah, it's, that, but it's great that's, for us. That's tough. It, yeah. It, it, but right. it means that we can scale. Right. It yeah, means right. that if we need to meet a demand, it's no problem. Right. You you have all that knowledge, and that's that's the one thing about um, about outsourcing certain things, right? Is if for some reason that vendor doesn't perform right. for you, yeah. Well, now you got to train another vendor. Whereas you're just like, yeah, we we made the last one, we made every single one before it. We'll make the next one too. We can do um, it. Yeah. So yeah. and it's that, to have all that such knowledge great relationship. Right yeah. And we have such great relationships with, you know, like now our manufacturing partners, like everything used to be made right in our shop. Um, you know, we have moved the equipment outside now to, like I said, to some manufacturing partners that we've made. And that's been, uh, they're still in New Jersey. Um, and, uh, you know, and, but it's still our equipment and we still built it. Yeah. So it, you know, it is still really nice. And it's funny too, because, you know, normally you're, you're a company that makes a product, you hire a manufacturer, you know, you don't know necessarily how the, the ins and outs of how they're making it, you know, but we have such a good relationship that like, if something's going wrong or needs to be fixed or I, you know, they'll call I was us. Just thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking that like, if, if for some reason something goes wrong, yeah, you guys have, you guys have seen it already, you know, it. Yeah. you've lived it. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. well, that's, that problem is this. Yeah. That's and too then, much humidity or that's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. We've seen it all. Yeah. It's really, it's really funny. Um, you know, just to be able to like have those conversations and, and have us sit down and, you know, they're not tripped up because we can all sit down together and go, no, we've seen this before. Let's try this, you know? So it's great. It keeps us all moving forward. It means a lot less mechanical shutdown time. Um, 
and also a lot of understanding too on our on our side you know because now moving more into like a lot more of what i do is more of the business stuff now and i used to turn a wrench right so um what comes with that is when somebody has maybe an unreasonable request on my side i can see both sides of it you know right um, yeah i can see where the factory is coming from and why they can't just turn these out tomorrow you know so what? yeah it's a good place to be in and that's important knowledge for you because as you know as you're bringing on these major retailers you need to scale out your production sure um and yeah. if you have the knowledge then you know that right. you can make better business decisions for not only the company but also for for your partners and the consumer as well yeah and it's been funny to kind of like prepare everybody for it um <laughs> like <laughs> I, I won't lie. I mean, so we've been working toward building these relationships for like some of them for the last four years and um, ended up like really kind of locking them down in like the last like three weeks. And it was unexpected. Thank God we're ready for it um, because, you know, it's something we've been working toward. Um, but I can tell you that, you know, we've had some meetings where people look a little frazzled. <laughs> Um, because they're like, wait, what? It's all happening at once. Yeah. Yeah. These things we thought were going to happen over the last two years are, are going to happen now immediately. So, so we're lucky that we've been pre preparing for, for a while. The manufacturing's ready for it. You know, um, it's good. It's a good place to be. And it's been exciting. I mean, we're, we're a small family business that tries like heck to present ourselves like, you know, we really give a dang about customer service because we do and that's paid off for us and our customers we have a really loyal customer base and they've been asking for us in in stores and at retail level and and that's helped us out and uh so it's it's good it's a lot of like years worth of um a lot of just building good relationships with our customers um and having these retailers feel confident in us as a result of that yeah, I mean, and that's uh, that's important, right? I mean, yeah. like we said before, these retailers have got to be comfortable with you. You've got to be comfortable with them, and then the customers need need to be comfortable with the retailer, which right. they already are. Yeah. So this having that ability, you know, having having that ability to see the whole picture is right. huge, yeah. because uh, there are companies that grew themselves out of business. I, I I've worked for two companies that grew themselves out of business. Um, and yeah. it's not it's not pretty, which is great is that you're controlling that you have that you have the knowledge um, right. and with it being family, you know, you know, family owned and multi generational. Right. That it's just going to keep on going. Yeah, it's good. We're lucky to do what we do. Yeah. So <laughs> we're rolling. Uh, let's about 51 minutes here. And I know you've got some uh, some things coming up. Uh, yeah. Where can people and we already know Optics Planet. But yeah. other than Optics Planet, or how can uh, how can people get in touch with you and look at the products and stuff like that? Yeah, so I mean, ThrimTargets.com is always the best way because that's our our entire offering is there, right? And that's that's our website. Um, so ThrimTargets.com, best way to get the full picture of the product and and every different series that we offer. Um, we sell on Amazon. Our orders are manufacturer fulfilled. So if you're Amazon Prime, you know, um, and things and you get free shipping, uh, Amazon is a good way to go. It ships directly from our factory um, when you order from Amazon right now. Uh, we have some products up on Walmart, uh, Targets Unlimited as well. So if you go to Targets Unlimited to buy a whole bunch of Targets, we're on there too. So it's easy to add That's us cool. to the cart. Um, yeah, Optics Planet, a whole bunch of um, other ones rolling out um, through September and October also. So it'll be, so you'll be seeing us around, um, which is awesome. And we're working on some, some better, newer, you know, retail packaging and things like that. So, um, you know, same cool looking brand and stuff. Um, but now we're getting those splatter targets and stuff retail packed. So, cause those are gonna, those are awesome. So. Yeah, they're, that's so cool. I, I it's, it's so funny cause it's like, 
I went to the web page and I saw them and I'm just like, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, that that's, <laughs> this makes sense. And that's, yeah. Right. And that's the one thing about shooting steel is like, as long as the steel rings, like, cool. Yeah. If I didn't, if I didn't paint it, how accurate was the shot? And yeah. then the splatter packs kind of give you that. Like, the splatter targets were pain here. too. I got to tell you, finding an adhesive that works with our material because the material is meant to absorb your shot. So I'll be honest with you. The first year of testing those was so infuriating because we'd get out to the range and you'd find something that like looked really nice, seemed like it was going to work really nice. And then you would hit the target and it would like, the target would kind of cup and then yeah, the, the sticker yeah. on the front would just like flutter to the ground. And it was just the most, like, it was the saddest thing, you know, like how do we get something that you can just peel and stick easily? Like it'll still come off, but like, you're not going to have a problem shoot. Like it was so frustrating yeah. to find, you would think that it was perfect. It looked great down there. And then the second that that like, you know, 125 green was it like just flutter right off. So how it was many, a lot of how work. Time, but... How many times do you go, man, if I just had a pack of binder clips that I could continue this shooting. Session. Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs> right? And it's like, you don't want to, it's like, we would get to that point where we're like, well, why can't we just offer it with binder clips? And it's like, no guys, this no, isn't the point. Not, it's not that's, the point. That's really good. That's really good until the bullet hits the binder clip. <laughs> Right. Well, we always get people who are like, oh, why can't you have like these auto, like have the knockdowns like on an automated thing where they come back. I'm like, guys, the whole system is shoot through like yeah. one hit through the base and that's it. So we're working on things like that. Obviously the knockdowns can be reset with a string. You know, you just right. bank them back up, you know, right now. And that's going to have to suffice for a while because if I can't protect the mechanism, there's no sense in me hiding something back there. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but we're yeah, always innovating so we'll figure it out yeah it's like because I, even i i looked at it going well i could i could rig up like some pvc pipe that rotates mm -hmm. and i'm like that's gonna be really good till the first bullet hits the pvc pipe and that thing yeah. just shatters and i see exactly. pvc fly everywhere yeah because everyone's um, always like this is such a good idea and i'm like mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you think so but trust <laughs> well i had a range owner one time say um how long are the straps on the hang tufts? And we were like six inches. And he goes, we can't even make them 18 inches. And I said, well, why? And he goes, well, cause if it's down range, like I don't want them to be hitting my stand. And yeah. I said, well, let me, let me ask you this about the targets. And he goes, yeah. I go, are they down range? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, well, then that's that. Like it's going to get hit. It doesn't matter how long you make the strap. Yeah. It's going to get yeah. hit. Like that's just what it is. It. If you're a public range and you just want to leave these targets out there year round, like expect that everything's going to get shot. You know, that's just like the reality. And that's why the straps are shoot through. That's the whole point. So don't worry that they're six inches or 18 or whatever. Like it doesn't that's, really matter. Yeah. That's kind of right. defeating. Defeats well, the purpose. Got, exactly. Defeats the purpose. We got like four minutes left. So I want to wrap up with a speed round. Yeah. All right. I'm ready, maybe. We're gonna do we're gonna do four this or that questions and then one thinking question. Okay. So for hearing protection, muffs or plugs? Mm, plugs. Okay. Rifle or pistol? Uh always pistol. Always pistol? Always. Yeah. Nine, I don't know what my deal always, is. Nine millimeter or forty-five? Mm, nine. Semi-auto or revolver? Oh, geez. Oh, man. I had this shooting instructor who's going to be really disappointed in me. Um, he's like one of my favorite people, and he's like an I-Corps champ. But I'm going to say semi-auto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, that's funny. All right. Yeah, so I know. I'm like, it was disappointing him. He's like I-Corps <laughs> champ, like top five I-Corps sorry man uh, it's it's okay you see you're like me i'm a, I'm a pistol shooter and yeah. i'm a lazy shooter to begin with you know? yeah I, I, I i'll always look for the easy button so yes. uh it, it, it's usually semi-auto for me as well i'm pretty so, here here we go so when i so i'm right-handed and left eye dominant 
So Ooh, that's, I, a, that's a tough shooting competent, uh, combination. Right. So I shoot a pistol with my right hand and I learned to shoot a rifle with my left. Oh, wow. So, so I'm pretty wonky. So I prefer a so, pistol, but. So what you're saying is that you can have a pistol here and a rifle here. I and just walk can. down range and shoot both. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's like everybody deals with that combo like in different ways, right? The right handed yeah. left eye. Um, but I had an instructor when I was a kid who just thought that it would be so much easier just to like not fight it um, yeah. and just go lefty. And, and I'm glad for that. I still do prefer my right hand. So that's, I think that's where the pistol part comes in. So with the last couple minutes here, for your yeah. thinking question, I'm going to take you to the world's largest warehouse. Oh, boy. And inside this warehouse is one of everything that has ever existed that has shot a projectile, whether it was production or even just a test. But if it built okay. and it ever shot a projectile anywhere from anywhere from Dennis and Menace's, you know, slingshot, slingshot. all the way up yeah. to it. All the way up to the deck, deck gun on the USS Jer uh, you know, New Jersey. That's it's amazing. in this warehouse. And you get to have one. Really? You can have oh, one, God. one of everything in here. This is what, what are you walking out with? Oh, man. Or, this or, is... or possibly dragging out with a forklift. Or dragging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so hilarious. I can't believe... Recently, somebody sent me this hysterical photo of, uh, you know, those like those crazy like rifles that shoot golf balls, you know? Yeah. They're yep, so golf fun. Shooters. Those golf ball shooters are hilarious. <laughs> so, so I won't, do you know what I'm going to laugh? So like the first thing that came to mind was the first gun I ever had fun shooting in competition, which was a 40 caliber XDM, Springfield XDM. Right. And so like the first thing that came to mind was like, oh, I'd love uh like a 15 plus one you know why because i live in new jersey and i'm new not jersey. allowed to own yeah. one so when you were like anything you want i was like a five and a quarter inch barrel a springfield xcm with a 15 plus one that's what i would take with me as if i didn't get arrested if that's, i wouldn't get arrested when i left well it's funny because a couple of weeks ago i had a canadian on and we were talking yeah. and, and so that's the thinking question. everybody gets that thinking question they and think they're like, going to say something really cool, but then they're like, well, oh, I live in New Jersey, so I just want an XDM. <laughs> well, and, and he's just like, well, a lot of the stuff I want is like I can't own in Canada. Let's and I go, it's okay. You're allowed to own it. This is a Anything you case. want. Anything you want, right? <laughs> um, like I had I had one person on that wanted the Gal-8 off of an A-10 Warthog. There you go. And And the reason why he wanted it is because he's a pilot, and the only way to get that is to get the aircraft too. So. Yeah, you need it. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> the, I won't. I'm gonna stick with it because it was the first thing that came to mind. Was like this go. real snarky, like you know what I would have. Uh, <laughs> that's what there I would you go. go. That's all, that's a great question. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's so funny watching. I had um, I had one person come up with the uh, the pulse rifle from uh, Aliens Two. Because they literally did build one. That's awesome. And yeah. uh, it's, it's just funny to see the stuff that comes through on that question. I'd be like, I want the light gun from the Adam Sandler movie Pixels. That's what I want. Oh, there you go. Like, there you go. <laughs> I wanted to shoot little 8-bit pixels out of it. <laughs> there you go. That'd be cool. So <laughs> yeah, there why? you go. I know you're running up against time here, but I really appreciate you making some time and joining us. And, and it's always great having you on the show. It's great. I, I thanks so much for having me, Jason. It's always so much fun to get to talk to you. And uh, this is great. Yeah. And then it uh, looks like your booth at Shot's going to be in the exact same spot as it was this year. Last year. Right? Yeah. Or this past Last year. Time. Yeah. So we moved yeah. to like an aisle kind of over by Shot TV, like just off the yeah. main aisle. And Wait, uh, see, I, I know where you're at because right across is Falco, Falco Holsters. Yeah, right. And Falco's one of the sponsors for the podcast. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, we, that's like, well, we that went, that spot's well, great. We'll be there again. Well, when I was at Falco, I was like at Falco and I turned around like, oh, there's Aaron. 
There's it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, it, so, we, I'm so glad we moved over there. It's just, it feels like so much more like open and it's, it's a great yeah. location to be right off that, like main aisle. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, we're excited to be back again. Awesome. Well, if I don't talk to you, I'm sure we'll talk, but if I don't yeah. talk to you, I guess I will see you in January. Awesome. Can't wait. Well, thanks so much for having me on and I can't no wait thanks. to, uh, let you know about all the new fun things we're coming out with and, you know, keep yeah, more stuff to have fun with. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you have a, uh, you have a great evening and, and, uh, and again, one, one last time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. Yeah. It was great catching up with Aaron. I love talking to her. When we talk, we will talk forever. And it's not a bad thing. We catch up on all kinds of stuff. And I learn all kinds of things. It's really cool to see that Throom is growing. Now, you can get the stuff at their Throom website, which I'll have a link down below. But like she said, Optics Planet is now carrying her stuff. So when you're buying your, your scopes or your ammo or a screwdriver for gunsmithing, you can buy some Throom targets to go shooting with. So check that out as well. Now for the product of the podcast, it is Gun Care by Aegis. Now this is the lubricant. I had the cleaner back there as well. This stuff is super amazing. I even did a video over the winter about gun oils because it's cold here in Montana. And we were one week where our high was still in the negatives. And I brought this stuff in when it was negative 36. That's not wind chill, that's temperature. I had a bunch of other oils that were out there with it all week long, brought that stuff in. This was the only stuff that was fully liquid still. Everything else started having some freezing problems. They're not as bad. Some were worse than others, but definitely go check out Aegis Gun Care. This stuff is amazing. And this little two ounce bottle will last you like a long time. It's amazing. I think uh, I think they're going to price themselves out of business because the stuff a little bit goes a long way and it's super amazing. Go check out Aegis Gun Care. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, click that video right there. That's about Throom Targets. That's a video I did last year on them. Check it out. Super cool for everybody else. Link is down below. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.